The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Shag and Flies with Ben and Zach. Uh, This is a special episode because this was done live at PitchCon, which was a live-streamed convention that uh, PitchList put together. We got to do a live episode of Shag and Flies, which is why it's going to sound a little different than you would normally expect from a typical podcast because it was live-streamed. And our guest this week was Jake Seeley from The Athletic. He does a lot of fantasy football writing, some fantasy baseball writing. He's been around for a long time in the industry. He is a great fantasy sports writer and a wonderful human being. He was a great guest. Uh, I I wish we had been we were limited to just an hour with him, and I we could have gone on for two hours uh, or more. I, he was great to talk to. I hope we'll get to have him back again so we can ask him some more questions about some of his hot takes on cereal which you will hear and uh here definitely some hot takes and uh a little bit more about ducktales which he is a massive massive fan of um but this conversation is a lot of fun uh and i i hope you enjoy it so check it out Good to see you, man. It is. Oh, look, maybe Barkley. Maybe we'll get to see him person again this year. We'll see. There's Barkley, Barkley. too. Everything going on. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you guys go off and do it. But uh, thanks again for being here for PitchCon. Well, Jake, thank you so much. I gotta, I'm going to start this off with, a, with, with two confessions. Okay. Uh, one, when I uh, had kind of conceived the idea of this podcast, you... You were one of the first people I was like, I got to have Jake on this podcast. So you wanted to fail from day one? I'm very. Yeah, exactly. That was I was just I really wanted to start with a low. No, (laughs) day two. Yeah, yeah. We started with Alex so we could really fail on day one. Uh, (laughs) No, but like I but and this this is the part where I'm going to butter your toast a little bit, because also I will I will confess to you. I don't read a whole lot of uh, fantasy sports articles. I try to. But when you write so many of them. You, it's hard to also read a lot of them, I, but I, I will tell you, I, <laughs> of the few fantasy analysts I try to consistently read, you are among them. So, Jake, it is wonderful <laughs> to have you here on what is the second episode of Shag and Flies and is our, now a live episode, too, <laughs> which is great. So I want to... Um, well, for Zach high and praise, I, and the second, oh, oh, is this, this is the second show we've done together because we did this last year. So yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so part of the reason... After that panel, and actually, you've kind of already gotten a taste of what this show's like, because that panel we did last year was almost like what I wanted this to be, um, except now, this show is all about you, Jake. It's just you, buddy. <laughs> I didn't know so, if we were going to play Where's Waldo of my Funkos. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we will We will talk about your Funkos. We're going to talk a little bit about DuckTales, because I am. I can't tell you how excited I am to talk about DuckTales to, with you. Um <laughs> And not because I'm just a huge, I'm not like this huge DuckTales fan. I love that you're a huge DuckTales fan. It's so exciting. So anyways, Zach and I have been doing a little bit of Jake Seeley research on the Google. Uh-oh. And one of the things that I have not really been able to find, and maybe I just 
didn't Google hard enough, Wait. was where are you from? Oh, where, okay. where are you from originally? How long have you been doing the writing thing? How'd you get into it? I want to um, know. I don't know anything about like you personally. It's all fantasy stuff and all your TV appearances. So, so I was uh, miraculously conceived by a dolphin. Um, yeah, straight Perfect. out of the ocean. Wow. Yeah, never had sex before. Uh, no, so, <laughs> Bravo! My my family is originally from New Jersey, so that's where you get the Mets and the Giants. Okay. Uh, and the Rangers. I didn't watch basketball until I moved down here in Virginia, Virginia Beach, with my cousin. Oh. So my cousin is actually who to blame for the fact that I'm a Bulls, UNC Tar Heels shirt, and Notre Dame football fan. That's how he, eight years old, I've been that fan. I know they kind of yeah. don't really overlap, especially with the North, uh, especially having two different college teams. But again, blame him. He's the one who got me into them. Uh, so yeah. And then where I got to where I am today was yeah. a, lo a long process uh, out of college it was Geico. Good times. <laughs> um, and during Geico, during Lillian Vernon, if anybody out there knows what it is, it's a personalization company. Before Amazon started doing it, they've pretty much lost their way at this point because everybody does it now. Uh, but during Geico, during Lillian Vernon, I opened my own deli. It went bankrupt. Uh, didn't work out. Sorry, everybody. Uh, that, that's that's well, what hold happens. On. All right, hold on, hold on. I need to pause <laughs> you there because there is that that going from Geico to opening your own deli is quite the pivot. And I I <laughs> I want to know what what was what was that like? What what made you decide? You know what? I'm going to open a deli. Do you have just like a real affinity uh, for cold meats or like? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I bathe in cold. I bathe in cold cuts. <laughs> <laughs> salami is everywhere <laughs> you should see did you, did you bed his blanket his ham yeah yes i did, did. so what was your favorite uh, sandwich to make so oh, um so nick radicanu actually knows what the sandwich is if anybody knows who he is uh it was in the fantasy scape he's not anymore it was the pub sandwich it was buffalo chicken havarti and then red onion lettuce obviously romaine not iceberg you do real lettuce okay tomato and a pub sauce which is like a creamy horseradish on toasted jalapeno cornbread which was the most amazing see that i saw your face as soon as awesome. i said it yeah that sounds <laughs> also can i can i just say the fact that you said romaine instead of iceberg i have had a long standing debate with my wife when i go to the grocery store to buy lettuce she's like yeah just buy some iceberg and i'm like no i want romaine it's like ah they're the same thing no they're not the same thing. I'm so glad. Wait, I, hold on. This is how specific I got with the romaine, too. Is that, first of all, it had to be crisp romaine. You can't have that floppy crap. Yes. But also, yeah. I always cut out the spine so people didn't bite down just into that pure spine of grossness. Oh, so you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the full romaine without having to get that just giant, nasty piece that's like, oh, I just bit into a plant. <laughs> So, yeah, so what I yeah, do to get around that is just eat baby spinach. You just eat baby spinach. You don't get the crunchy part. Yeah. I mean, we're like, I'm sorry. I class it up next time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so would, anyway. Uh, anyways, yes. Yeah, so the deli. Why? Why? Because we're from what up north. inspired you? Yes, I'm pointing what, up. We're, we're from up there. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're from New Jersey, New York, and there's not much of that down here. Now, back, this is before even Jersey Mike's had really gotten to the area. And even Jersey Mike's is... You know, it's quick version of it, but there's not a deli down there. There's not homemade desserts, you know, breakfast sandwiches, you know, bacon, egg and cheese, Taylor ham, egg and cheese. If anybody really knows like that type of stuff, the sandwiches I'm talking about five ounces, big, thick that most people can't finish that type of stuff. And so it's something I grew up. My dad worked for Boris Head for a really long time. Um, so I kind of grew okay. up around okay. it. And so deli meets in your blood is what. Yeah, me. well, kind of. And it was something I always kind of thought I wanted to do. Yeah. And I did it with my dad and then he couldn't not be paid any longer. So he had to get a job. <laughs> that makes sense. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. And I went from being the businessman to everything, man, working seven days a week, open to close and losing money. And then by that second and a half year, when you walk into your own company and know you're losing money, as soon as you walk in, it's just a, such a drain on your life. It was a bad location too. Uh, we thought it might work. We tried to get through it. It was also a bigger space than we should have had. Uh, even when we were packed, it kind of looked half empty. So just a lot of things went wrong. But yeah. blessing and a curse because if it was still successful, I might have opened a second one and then had to close both during COVID. So, you know, bless oh, and geez, plus yeah. now I'm doing my dream job. That's the whole point. This yeah. entire time, 
40 <laughs> hours a week while I'm at Geico doing fantasy sports. 40 hours a week while I'm at Learning Vernon doing fantasy sports. 40 hours a week while I'm doing a deli. 80 hours a week fantasy sports. This is why I'm still single because I had no life for seven, eight years until I was able to do it full time <laughs> as my only job for the athletics. So there you go. Man, that's 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 wait. So how did so you I mean, you didn't go straight from like the the deli to the athletic like you were writing no. for some other sites, right? Like where what, what was your first site you wrote for? So the first site was Blogspot. It was my own blog. Oh, <laughs> nice. All right. All right. <laughs> so it actually started on a, Gi- a New York Giants forum. And somebody was like, why do you keep handing out this fancy advice? And why aren't you doing it? So I say whoever that guy was, he he's the one that deserves for everybody that hates me out there. He's the one that got me started on this career. So uh, I started a blog, <laughs> two years of doing my own blog spot, pretty much the same style I'm doing today. And I sent it out to anybody and everybody, the wrong people. Like I was sending it to Max Kellerman and Tony Kornheiser, who called me, by the way, just to yell at me. Um, wait, wait, wait. Tony Kornheiser <laughs> yeah, called you me. You got to stop there. You're going to have so, to run that one back. Yeah. yeah so t- I sent it to right. Jim Rome. Uh, uh, what's it? Mike Greenberg called Mike Green. Of all the people that I sent it to, Mike Greenberg and Tony Kornheiser were the two people that called me. Mike Greenberg called and was super helpful, super nice. And this is a long time ago now. Tony Kornheiser, I'm at work. Answer the phone. He's like, hey, is this Jake Seeley? I was like, yeah. I'm like, this is Tony Kornheiser. So immediately. I feel the blood rush to my face. Right, like I'm, right, me- right. I'm at work and caught off guard. I'm like, oh my god, Tony Kornheiser's on the phone. <laughs> I'm already stammering. Like I know. I'm like, right. uh, okay. Like he goes, I got your stuff. What did you want to know? Like, yeah. Hey, real quick, on the spot. Right I got a couple just minutes. The story again. I got a couple minutes. <laughs> 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 oh my god so, yeah that's he, I'm, I'm getting sweaty just thinking about it so <laughs> i was like uh i just what i said in the packet i just wanted your advice like my goal is to be you one day or you know just this is whatever so what advice do you have for somebody that's trying to start out and he goes what do you mean what do you you want to do what i do and it's like he's very very confrontational so i'm just getting more and more nervous I, i'm yeah. pretty sure sweating through my shirt at this point um i was also trying to find a room to go talk by myself at the same time right so right right full yeah. panic mode because <laughs> i'm not gonna be like hey tony can i call you back <laughs> yeah tony can you hold excuse me <laughs> So yeah. unexpected guest spot on pardon the interruption. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't know if I was being pranked at first. I had no idea. Yeah, so yeah, like uh, I was like, uh, well, well, and so now I'm doing that. And I was like, uh, well, you know, I, I want to eventually work full time covering NFL baseball. This is what I've always wanted to do. I want to be on radio. I want to be on video, not necessarily on TV. I'm not just trying to go for the glory. And I even told him that he goes, then just do it. <laughs> I'm like, is this Nike? Like what? Like, it's, it's like just do it. I'm like, well, like what did you? What do you mean? Like how did you start? And he goes, I started writing. I started sending my stuff to the Washington Post. Get on radio. Go get on radio. Go talk on radio. Go get on video. Go talk on video. I was like, well, yeah, it's that simple. Let me just go walk out the door. <laughs> Thanks, Tony, for your advice. Yeah. yeah. So hit up the like, Washington uh, Post. Be like, Ooh. <laughs> hey guys, like, uh, yeah, you need uh, any okay. new writers? yeah like so just go do it and just if you want to go do it go do it i was like thanks like all right and hung up (laughs) thank you you know that's that's so funny though because like that is a (laughs) it is an aggressively given piece of advice that i think is actually sort of like there's a nugget of good advice in there that like if you this nugget surrounded by this hard exterior uh of like if you want to be a writer the first thing you need to do is just go write. Like it doesn't right. matter who you're writing for, just just write it and put it out there and eventually the audience will come if if you are passionate about it. People like to hear other people talk about things they're passionate about. And I mean, I think a lot of there's a lot of examples in fantasy sports of this I mean fantasy sports advice is like the most saturated market <laughs> on the planet. But there are still Plenty of blogs and sites that still pop up and get popular because people are searching for it and people like people who do good analysis and 
are passionate about it. So I think that is like a good piece of advice, but like it is. very Rap, aggressively. Rapton, <laughs> I want to yell at you. Uh, yeah. One of my buddies said he probably wanted you to push back because like of his personality in a show and yeah. stuff like that. I was like, yeah, but again, caught off guard. <laughs> right. And then, not knowing what. And then what I was just going to be like, well, screw you, Tony. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 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 This Tony Kornheiser calls you to yeah. call me. <laughs> like, and you're going to be angry about it? Yeah. No, yeah. It's... <laughs> Meanwhile, Mike Greenberg, thank you to you. We talked for like 15 minutes and he was super, super nice and super kind and said a lot of the similar stuff. Yeah. More of like what we would give for advice out there of just doing yeah. it. So and that's why I started doing the blog. That was around the same time. Or actually, that's no, I was already doing the blog, but that's when I sent it to everybody else. And then Casey Joyner and Tristan Cockroft, because I had actually become friends with Tristan Cockroft because every single day I was in his chat on espn every single day <laughs> i'm not kidding so he actually used to he recognized me at that point the love of chicken yeah. parm the love of jack bauer at the time yeah oh um, yeah yeah so those were the two that put me in touch with scott angle and that's how i got started working for scott angle for a while and then with nando defino and then the athletic contacted me actually eno was the one who first contacted me from the athletic and then they said hold on we're gonna do fantasy we're gonna do fantasy full we're not gonna just kind of do a part-time so then the next year is when they came and Nando and I, and that's how full time over there is since 2018, August of 2018. That's awesome. That is, you know, it's funny when you bring up love of chicken parm and Jack Bauer for Tristan, you just brought me like some serious flashbacks to when I was like an avid fantasy focused <laughs> baseball listener, <laughs> like, like a, when I was in 24. Like, oh, oh, I mean, I love 24. I, oh my God. I can't. So the my family's love of twenty four was really weird. It was my entire my whole family. Every Monday night at nine p.m., we would all get together in our living room and turn off every light in the house. Which I'm not sure why we did that, but we just wanted the whole house to be dark and we were like super quiet. And if anybody called our house phone um, during twenty four, my parents yelled at them and said, "Don't you know twenty four is on?" Because we didn't have a DVR or anything. We didn't have a TiVo. <laughs> And they're like, don't you know 24 is on? I'm hanging up. Call me back later. <laughs> like, my family, we powered through. Know. We started. Yeah, don't you know? Yeah. We started in uh, season four. That's when we first watched it. So my parents immediately bought seasons one through three on DVD. And we powered. Yeah, we powered through it in the six Around months. Around season four seasons. is when you used to be able to finally have like custom ringtones. And I definitely had the <laughs> do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I I loved and still love Twenty Four, even though they like Fox has tried to bring it back from the dead a co- too many times, and it's like it became this weird zombie that I no longer recognized, except save for Jack Bauer, just you know punching you people with his reboot? bullet fists. Yes, I did. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh did yeah. It watch, was um, okay. Did y'all watch? Did y'all watch Designated Survivor though? Which is like I yes. didn't. Jack, I, if I Jack it. Bauer was like you know had pursued like the public policy life instead of <laughs> if jack yeah if jack instead. bauer was yeah if jack bauer had all his 24 powers stricken <laughs> yeah he had to actually follow rules instead yeah. of punching people with yeah. bullet fists and shots damn it <laughs> damn, was, it, no. <laughs> damn it chloe that was yeah. brand <laughs> also what a weird role for marilyn uh radscub because she i knew her as a stand-up i'm glad you said and then last she's name. Yeah, it's. I think that's how it is. She's not watching. Uh, she doesn't care. <laughs> um, but she. I just knew her as this stand-up, and then like suddenly she's in Twenty Four doing a very like getting tortured or whatever. I'm like, okay, like, yeah. Every time she gets well, captured and tortured. No, that was that was his damn daughter getting caught by oh my freaking God. mountain lions twice. How do you get caught by a mountain lion twice? <laughs> it's crazy to get caught by a mountain lion once. Once, like that's an event. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well anyways that's uh i could talk about 24 forever we've only got a until nine so and we've got a lot so yeah we should probably keep moving forward right <laughs> so um, i'm gonna pivot a little bit i want to talk about food because we've got a lot of a lot of food stuff on the docket here you have you have some food takes uh yes. quite mm-hmm. a few of them on the record and and the one that i want to specifically ask you about because this is something that we ask We've asked both of our, our previous guests, and I think we intend to continue asking it, uh, milk before cereal or cereal before milk. And you are on record as being a milk before cereal person, which is possibly the first time in recorded history that at least this has been brought to my attention. So I need, I know you wrote about it, uh, justifying yeah. yourself. So, so we, 
<laughs> let's the hear chats, it. Let's hear the it. chats explode. <laughs> Blowing up. I, I will tell you, I wrote I wrote this question in our notes, and I was like, you are a milk before cereal guy. What's it like being a sociopath? <laughs> <laughs> I will say I please explain it, but to that, but I will say that I read your rankings and I do kind of get your reasoning. So I will say hey, it is defensible. I would push you know back what? on it a little bit, but I, I we need to hear it first. Y- you know what? When the first person said that the earth was round, people thought he was crazy too. Sometimes <laughs> the geniuses are thought to be the weirdest. Here's here's the fact. You start with milk. Because you can control the cereal sogginess. That's all it comes down to. Because the perfect example is Fruity Pebbles. The only way you can eat Fruity Pebbles is if you do milk first. Because as soon as it hits the milk, it's already evaporating. Everybody, Fruity Pebbles is like, <laughs> you have to eat that thing like the fastest. So, like Anyway, so it's milk first because you put it in and then you control it. All the cereal is on top. It slowly goes down, which makes it get soggy slower. And then here's my biggest counter to anybody who says they don't do it. When you go for your second round of cereal, do you pour the milk back out? No, the milk stays in the bowl and you pour the cereal back into the milk. You're already doing it. You're just not doing it to start. So very simple fact is it just helps you control the ratio and control the sogginess. And that's the best reason for it. Okay, we're going to we're gonna cut the part of that that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. And... We'll just cut all I'm, of this, actually. <laughs> the part where you're like, oh, wow, no, I actually Hold on. For all the people out there, they're like, you know, ratio and pour the milk more than once. You're wasting damn time. Just pour the milk once. You, you pour well, it. If you have time to eat two bowls of cereal, like you're not in a rush. So, no, but, but, you know, look, hey, I'll tell you what I do. I set my bowl of cereal down and I sit here and I like watch YouTube crap. So, like, I'm not trying to get up and get this milk again a second time. I got my bowl. <laughs> My cereal, pour it in, pour it in again. I actually go usually about three bowls of cereal, but it's three bowls of cereal because it's less cereal so that it won't get soggy. Every bite is crunchy and quality. Why am but I that's doing a trade off? That's a tra- <laughs> that's a trade off. You know what you lose out on then, though? You lose out on the sweet sugary milk at the bottom of the bowl no, when you you're don't. done. That you then get no. to if it's you not how it. if it's not all immersed in there. I'm gonna I'll, I next can't time, believe this. Next honestly. time I do a bowl, I'll show you the picture at the end. Actually, in my cereal, my top, it's now about sixty cereals. It was it yeah. started with about fifty. Now it's about to sixty. In my top 60 cereals, one of the scoring categories was milk factor and how enjoyable the milk was at the end. I, you know, so yeah, I, I, I say this like it sounds crazy, but I'll be honest. I think I think your defense is defensible and I have no room to judge because I have probably a more sociopathic cereal habit. Um, I'm not a huge cereal guy in general. <laughs> you take take a bite and then pour the milk in your mouth. <laughs> no, 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 no. I do no milk. I'm a dry cereal guy. Really? And yes. And then my wife thinks this is weird, and everybody I've said I told that I do it thinks it's weird too. But I will pour dry cereal in a bowl and then just eat it with a spoon out of the bowl. It's, you know what actually is a really good snack cereal is crave with chocolate in the middle. Just dry. <laughs> It's actually, it's really good. I will yeah. one up you on the weirdness, not me. And my niece isn't old enough to even like know like this is going on. So when she gets to the age of knowing I told everybody about this, my niece eats ramen with the packets dry. Oh my God. I knew somebody who did that. It's the grossest thing. <laughs> oh my, like I mean, it's the block. Like they, she yes, pulls the they block break up the just... block and she pours the, Yeah. I, I have a friend who honestly he may he may be watching right now for all I know. He did used to eat like the, the vegetables in the ramen packets dry though. Oh, uh, that's the which... that's the other one though. That's not the ramen, that's the uh cup of noodles. Yeah. Is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I always thought of the, the are that... they not like are they not interchangeable though? I always thought that those were kind of the same thing. Right? Yeah. Maybe I it's think... the ramen ramen that has the it's... vegetables. Yeah, okay. but no, I knew somebody but who some would of them the ones that come in packets have vegetables sometimes too though. I, not the pack. Not the, I'll, not I'll the, leave this one. Who knows? I I will tell you. I knew somebody who did that, and uh, yeah, I thought it was the. I he I saw him walking. We were backstage at a show, and he was walking around the green room, chomping on it. And I I stopped, and I was just like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" He's like, "Yeah, dry ramen. It's great." He just left, and I'm like, "I, I need to get my sodium intake." <laughs> like, like, did you? There are other things you can do. Can did we just catch? catch the what? thing it was on it was on tiktok like maybe towards the beginning of pandemic it started out on tiktok where people 
were making videos of using like dry ramen to like fill in cracks in like concrete and scratch cars and stuff no. like like you, you mix it with it's like i don't even know how to describe these things all that's I'm actually what i was about to say is for the cereal thing can we all just agree that grape nuts is just road gravel can we just agree on that one I you know what? So <laughs> speaking of, I've never had it. Speaking of specific cereals, oh, you've um, seen the really tiny, the really tiny yes. rocks that some people have in their driveway. Yes, Just yes, go yes. pick up a handful of that and take and a bite. And yeah, yeah, there you go. I will. So so speaking of specific cereals, obviously the, you know your rankings are out there, and I want to ask two questions. One is the number one cereal on your rankings also your personal favorite or was there like an attempt to like, yeah, this is like objectively the best. Like, do you have a favorite that might not be the one that's number one on your rankings or that is your favorite? No. Yeah. Screw everybody okay. reading it. I don't care what you think. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got what you, everybody I got think. It would be like the milk part. Like, what? screw yeah. you. If you don't like my I rankings, you. I got a lot of people in the comments that are like, Oh, sugar rush. Do you know anything normal? Like it's cereal. Like who it's, gets yeah. a, like, Who's going to the store for cereal and be like, let me get something super nutritional. Then what the f- are you eating cereal for? Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's not the point. If but you had yeah, this so- conversation with my parents when I was like eight, I would have loved you forever. But that's, <laughs> that was that was that was me and my family. What can I say? No, number I mean, one gorilla much actually, for days. Uh, there's, there's actually a tie for number one. The, the, the tie for number one, the second one doesn't exist anymore. And I'm super depressed about it. But uh, the number one is churro cinnamon toast crunch because cinnamon toast crunch actually gets pretty soggy if you've had it I believe recently that, yeah. yeah the churros solves that because it's the churro shape like it solves the only problem with cinnamon toast crunch mm. the other one is it's not out there it was frosted mini donuts captain crunch it was the most amazing cereal ever and it's not there anymore you could probably probably buy it off amazon for like 50 bucks or something like that <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> Well, so then, all right. So, what would you say is the most overrated cereal? Mm. Like one everyone's like, it's great, but you're like, mm. I think I, I, you know, I should have pulled up the article to see if they, I'm trying to remember what a lot of the comments were like. Oh, this is great, or this is great. Uh, you know what? I got a lot of um, checks. A lot of people were saying like checks, like cinnamon checks are great, and this checks are great, and I'm like, eh, they're okay, but. Checks to me are like Cheerios and Crispix and all those other ones. Like that's, they're all different variations of the same thing. Like it's the same flavor, same ingredients. It's just ones are like a checks, ones a Cheerio, ones of this, ones like they're all just kind of variations of the same thing. You gotta learn your grains. Sprinkle man. donut crunch. I just finally good timing. I just pulled up the chat finally. I didn't even know this was <laughs> going on over here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Sprinkle donut crunch. It's the best thing ever. I've never, I've never even heard of that. No, I've never heard of churro. And do they have all these? Are these all like cinnamon toast crunch variants? The churro cinnamon no. toast crunch, I remember. Yes, sprinkled donut actually, crunch. I don't know. I will let you know that the the churro chocolate is not good. I mean, it's okay, but it's it's a big disappointment. The chocolate's a very faint taste, and it takes away from the cinnamon part. So don't even waste time, dude. I have this. I have this very clear memory when I was very young of seeing commercials for Cookie Crisp. And desperately wanting it because I was like, this is going to taste like cookies. And I'm going to like, I was like, I'm going to pull one over my parents. And be like, It's cereal, it. but it's cookies. Finally, I mean, it was probably like, I think my parents wouldn't do it because they were like, we draw the line at literal cookies. Like, that's, <laughs> we're, we're not, we'll give you maybe some sugary stuff, but cookies is where like, I can't do that. Do you want to know the worst? It. Sorry. I thought, oh, you no, I, I was just saying, I finally got it and was so disappointed. It basically tasted like Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst cereals ever. And this is going to be super. Uh, I don't know anybody else that might have. I had one comment out of all the comments with a person who's tried it. There was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cereal. And I was super amped to get it because at the time I was super into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it was the most god awful. Like it, it tasted like fake sugar with stale marshmallows that also were the ones that like dissolve super fast. So they weren't even good marshmallow. Like it was the most disgusting. I didn't even finish the first bowl. It was as bad. Oh, if God. anybody had it, I think it was the, probably the same people that made it. If anybody off the super Mario brothers cereal, same thing. Oh, the super Mario. Yeah. I remember that one. My kids liked that one. Uh, I did not. I thought it was, gr- I know. I, well, they're children. They have no taste. <laughs> oh, that's They'll another one. Reese's puff. I got a lot of people saying Reese's, Reese's puff, puff cereal. And the, the way they really were peanut butter crunch, but see, I don't like peanut butter cereal because peanut butter is heavy to me. I love peanut butter, but for breakfast, I just don't want. I don't want peanut butter for breakfast. Yeah, I get that. I Fair get enough. that. Fair enough. 
All right, I want to. I want to because we we have so much more. We do. I know. We're already halfway, halfway done. Wait. Believe it or not, this is the cereal ramen and is the cereal podcast. Um. All right, I I gotta get. We're at the halfway point. I gotta get to Ducktales. I gotta get to Ducktales, and I am I am very excited to talk to Ducktales. Talk to you about Ducktales because you might be the biggest Ducktales fan. Want to know what happens I when you call my phone? <laughs> oh, I can my. only imagine. Yep. That is my ringtone. It's perfect. It's, it's what an intro. <laughs> Has that Nick, ever that's gone good. off yeah. an inconvenient time for you? What was that? <laughs> never gone off at like an inconvenient time. You're like, oh no, I, I have it on vibrate a lot. Like I, I only, I only have it when I just. And, I was just saying, uh, the thing like I. My text related. About... I don't know. <laughs> my text oh, is, tone text is actually tone no, no. It's actually Mario Kart when they go through the little block. Oh, okay. The item block. I. You know, it's funny. I always, whenever I hear ringtones like that, I always think of this Pat Oswalt bit where he talks about a plumber he had uh, come over who had a duck quack as his phone call. And Patton was like, you know, you're going to get bad news at some point. <laughs> like at some point, you're going to be like, quack, quack, quack. You answer the phone. Hello? Oh, my. It spread to her lungs. Like... <laughs> I didn't even think about okay. that. I heard my my pocket was quacking. Yeah, so I, I mean, like life is like a <laughs> hurricane. Your mom yeah, and you go, like, what? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you'd be like, oh, woo. <laughs> no, but um, okay. So Ducktales. Um, so so Zach, this is funny because Zach has no clue about Ducktales. Like, so I'll let him. Ask. <laughs> I I so Ben, I I can't understate how excited Ben was to talk about this. <laughs> Like <laughs> at least I just, three or I four. just love how passionate you are about it because <laughs> I, I like it, but yeah, it's great. I respect, but so speaking as a child of like the early to mid two thousands here, like I grew up on SpongeBob and Ed Ed and any of those things. DuckTales is like totally out of my purview here. Nice. Like I, yeah. I know, I know of Scrooge McDuck pretty much and they make memes sometimes. So like explain to me, like, what is the deal? What is so great with DuckTales? What is behind this, this passion? Uh, because <laughs> it's there's there's something there. There's clearly something there. <laughs> uh, it starts with it's just the best theme song for a show of all time. Yeah. There is Agreed actually there, yeah. you can go watch a YouTube video that breaks down why it's the most catchy theme song of all time, and it actually breaks it down like the, and talks about the rise and the fall, like how it works and all that type of stuff. There's actually like musical logic behind it. Um, but no, this is just a nineties kid grew up. I'm looking for a picture at the same time while I'm talking. That's why I'm doing this. Um, nineties kid grew up watching DuckTales, grew up with the Nick or not Nick, the, uh, the Disney afternoon special with DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, uh, Tailspin, Tailspin and Rescue Rangers. Yep. Yep. So Rescue Rangers, the Rescue Rangers is an underrated, very good theme song very. as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's just what it came to is just growing up with it. And then it's just a great show. It's, you know, adventure. Every single day with the like, Scrooge McDuck and D- Launchpad, who's one of the best characters of all time. And then they brought it back for a reboot. And I was very skeptical about the reboot by looking at the art design. And I watched it and I can't believe it was actually even better than the original. They did a better version of Launchpad. The kids had different voices this time. So more personality and it was amazing. And then the video game was terrific. One of the most underrated video games. The moon theme is actually the intro to my podcast from the video game. So it's just <laughs> DuckTales for life. I mean, look, you can look right over here. You got, wait, wait, I went the wrong way. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Scrooge, Darkwing, and Launchpad. I, I will say, um, the I used to watch the original a lot when I was can a kid. And the, um, oh, beautiful. There's Darkwing. I love my, it. I'm trying to find the background image because you can. Can you kind of see behind the apps? No, you can't. Oh yeah. It's oh, screwed. I can see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. But so, um, why we randomly turned on the reboot uh, for my for my kids one day, and I was like, oh, cool, Ducktales. I turn it on. It really was good. Like I was really impressed, and the cast is ridiculous. Like you've got it's David Tennant, Ben mm-hmm. Schwartz, Danny Putty, Bobby Moynihan, Kate Bucci, yep. and Beck Bennett. Like that's a really solid Half voice. No cast right there. Which one yeah, is I know. Which one is Kate? Kate is uh is Webby. Okay, that's yeah. She's got that high pitched. She was on mm-hmm. Big Bang Theory. The actual, if anybody watched Friends, the girl that Joey was dating that Chandler fell in love with does the voice of the mom. Oh, huh. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I just I'm I a just friend's remember, fan too. So. <laughs> that's that's great. Uh no, yeah, I just remember looking at that cast and being like, wow, these are some like really good comedians doing DuckTales. And yeah, have a, uh, Launchpad, Beck Bennett does Launchpad, and he does such a good job with it's it. It's so much, it's, it's actually better than the original. I was looking, I actually have a Danny Putty from Community somewhere back here, but it might be <laughs> buried somewhere. Yeah, anyway. It's, uh, <laughs> I, or I guess I should say was, because they canceled it. Sadly. Yes, three seasons and canceled, and if they don't actually do the Darkwing spinoff on um, I'm driving to California and I'm doing some stuff. <laughs> you write, write it yourself. <laughs> Drive so, to Temecula, you'd say. <laughs> yeah. So do you have a, a favorite episode from the original and the reboot that you can uh, think of off the top of your head? So I actually here, I'll pull it up. I actually did. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, let's let's see if the Google machine will do this. Jake Seeley, top ten ducktails. Oh, it'll pop up. I saw it. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you're just right. the clicks, yeah, like, the clicks from Ben alone are putting it right to the top. <laughs> so the original, I, I knew that the, the original. So there's two. So the original and the second one's going to be obvious on the reboot. But the original was Treasure of the Golden Suns, which is actually the launch of it, which was actually the movie that started the show. So oh. it's technically a movie and it's technically the first three episodes, I think, as they broke it apart. Might be four. Um, so that's that one. And then the, of the reboot, it was Let's Get Dangerous when they brought back Darkwing and for a crossover. But if you don't want any of the involvement with Darkwing to kind of manipulate or not manipulate, what's the word I'm looking for? It kind of takes over the entire show is uh, Gloom yeah, Tales. Yeah. They did a Gloom Tales spinoff, which is really funny. You know, they even redid the intro with Glum, 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 Glum Gold, if I could say it. <laughs> they re- is is terrific. That's I love it. That's I great. It. I love now that. And down to two viewers. <laughs> I know everyone's left. <laughs> the, the chat right now is actually just a gif of a rolling tumbleweed. <laughs> That's all it is. I'm going to tweet that uh, we're done man. talking ducktails. <laughs> you no can come back. Tales, it's okay. No more. Uh, no more deli talk. No more. <laughs> uh, so, I guess we could. We could on on that note turn to the the main the main theme here. I guess, yeah. which is theoretically supposedly to do with baseball um <laughs> uh real simple just uh why why baseball what is it about baseball that gets you you know why do you love it what makes it different and unique and you know why are we here talking about it for you unlike football i could play it uh that was fun <laughs> <laughs> what was your position as uh, so at mo- so it, it moved throughout the years uh, i initially started off when i was super young i started off um mostly in the outfield um moved around the outfield. And then once I got old enough to where like, it's like, Hey, let's find you a position. It was third base and it was third base until the fact that you were injury story. I got the yips at playing third base. Not like I, when I played, I didn't have the yips. Like I wasn't knoblock, but I didn't want to <laughs> play third base anymore. Cause this is what happened. So I'm at third base screaming shot headed right towards me. I do the right thing, you know, put your hand over top of your glove, whatever. And it skipped up into my hand picked it up, threw it to first base, not knowing anything's wrong right now. Like, I'm just like, whatever. Next, you know, whatever, guys pitching, I'm doing my normal thing where you kick the dirt and walk around, blah, 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 type of thing, whatever. And I, when I kick the dirt, I look down and there's spots of blood in the dirt. So now I used to get dry nosebleeds during the summer when I was young. So my first instinct was to go like this to see if my nose was bleeding. And I'm looking around and I'm like, what the heck is bleeding? And I'm looking, you know, next pitch, pay attention, go back. And I'm looking and I see like a couple spots in my pants and I look down and right here split open because the ball hit here and tried to fit between Yikes. my fingers. Yikes. That's when the pain set in. because <laughs> it wasn't, So they're still pitching and I Ooh. drop my glove and immediately go like this to hold my fingers together. You know, because I'm like, I think it was yeah. like 12 or 13 at the time. Oh, my God. And all of a sudden, my voice goes out. I'm trying to call for time, and I can't because I guess the shock or whatever. Yeah. So I'm in the middle of pitches going on, walking towards the ump <laughs> behind the pitcher's mound with my glove on the ground. And all of a sudden, I hear my dad from the stands go, umpire and he looks and then turns you know so i got stitches through oh, here and never wanted to play a third God. base again so and that's why you love baseball right there yes. and that's why that's why jake loves baseball <laughs> so then i moved to second base um and i'll admit i wasn't great at turning the 
backside double play. Just never really was. And I ended up moving to first base, finding out an amazing defensive third baseman. We used to joke that I'm like John Olerud, like kind of slap hitter, but just yeah. amazing defensively. Um, but when I grew up, baseball-wise, is I didn't even want to play baseball growing up. I wanted to be a manager Like when I grew up. I was the kid that was doing lineups in the middle of class and being like, this is who I would play, and this is where I would put this person. I would make this trade, or I would do this. So like GM slash manager. So yeah. you can see where the background of fantasy came from. Like ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be on that side of it. I didn't even want to be playing it. The one year playing football didn't go well. And same thing with football though, like the <laughs> trades. Like I, I would get Madden and play the off seasons. I wouldn't even like play the game. I would just do the <laughs> off seasons. So yeah, that's where that all came from. So this, that was the love of baseball. Grew up uh, again, 90s. So I caught a little bit of the great Mets, uh, a little bit of Gary Carter's tail end. A uh, friend of the family in Florida, he used to go to their church, and I actually have a signed autograph of him. And it's that, I think it's the 87 cards where it had the wood paneling, but he signed it and he's standing in front of the crowd in the picture. And he signed it and there's a note with the picture. It's one of those six by nines or whatever it is. There's a note with the picture saying, sorry, I had nowhere else to sign it. Because he signed it across his crotch, because it was the only where he could. It was the only white part where he could get a signature in, because it was all crowd around him. So I still have that picture upstairs. Um, but no more Garcia Perez. They were right with my favorite players, number five. That's why I have five on a lot of things. Growing up, big yeah, the third base still in you know, and that's Garcia Perez shortstop. I was never good enough for shortstop, unfortunately. I was never that talented. You know, the best kid is always shortstop. I was never the best kid, so. Just the the love of the game growing up. Yeah. So what? So so specifically, like the game of like, there's a lot of sports out there that you could. And I know you're you know a big football fan too. Um, but why? What is it about the game of baseball that that draws you? Like why? Why not other? Why is it? What is it that baseball does that just you love it? So I'll, I'll kind of pull it into like even the fantasy world of it, and I think it, it's the fact that. If you're the best, more often than not, you should win. Because I like, like I want to be the best at everything. And I think people know mm-hmm. that. You know, and, and like I know I'm not the best, but I still want to be. Like, mm-hmm. um, this is gonna be <laughs> super weird for your podcast, but like I won't even be the best lover. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> like, I want to be the best at everything. Right. right and right. baseball, and you'll hear this from fantasy players in baseball. It's like if you're great at it, you're going to win more than you lose. Fantasy yeah. football. Is like, and that's why any given Sunday, even if you're the best team, any given Sunday, you might not win. And it's one and done a lot of times, you know, especially when you get to the playoffs. So the fact that baseball is, if you put forth the effort, if you play, which is just an enjoyable game, I think whether you're watching or there, you know, something about being there in the stands and just hanging out and having drinks and eating peanuts. And I love pretzels. I always get a soft pretzel no matter where I go. Uh, just being able to hang out and do that. I think you can take in the game more so than like football, like football. I always feel like you're missing something. If you do anything else, Um, both sports, obviously. And these days to be honest about it, I'm probably more 80% football than 20% baseball just time wise, because that's where, you know, we know this, that's where the, the the fans are Yep, money. And so, but baseball is always, it was like the first love. And just, again, it's, Hey, that's why I love playing poker. Because I feel like I'm really, I know I'm not, I would lose to Phil Ivey. I would lose to, or, you know, <laughs> Phil Helmuth and all the rest of them. But, you know, I think I'm great at it too. If you're great, you should win more than you lose. I cannot tell you how much I love that you just compared fantasy to poker because I have said that so many times. Where do you think all I did exact- came from? <laughs> I, I'm oh serious. my God. You know what? <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I should ask him where that comes from. And now that makes a lot of sense. But I didn't even get I it to told... myself. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> no, no. Quick. Let me tell you yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, go, this go. Very first time ever playing poker in a tournament. Ever like, And I'm new to poker. I'm new to playing with other people. So what's the first thing when you play poker, the very first time you're playing, what do you think the best move is? Whether you have a good hand right. or you're bluffing, you go all in. Go all in. So <laughs> we're playing a tournament, and after like the seventh time doing it, Don Ho-Ho's, his nickname, that was his nickname, Don Ho-Ho's, sitting there, and he just goes, damn, all in, kid. And then... Boom! There, stuck. <laughs> That's awesome. Fifteen years ago. I love that. Anyway, That's go awesome. tell your story. Yeah, no. Well, I was going to just say I have said so to so many people the exact same thing you said about fantasy, where if you are really good at it, more often than not you will win. There is right. luck in it, 
But generally speaking, you'll always see the same people towards the top because whether they win or not, they may not win because of the luck that is in it, but they'll almost always be towards the top. And that to me, I think there is a whole lot of luck in fantasy football, but with fantasy baseball, yeah, it's there's just like poker. You're gonna, you're not always gonna win, but you are usually, if you're good at it, gonna be towards the top. Like, so I, yeah, I you're, love you're that. regular regularly finishing in the bottom fourth year after year after year. <laughs> yeah, it's not luck. <laughs> no, that's that's great. I I love that you did that though. That's that is that is awesome. So I did. I we we have never met before. It's a pleasure pleasure to talk to you and get to know you a little bit. Oh, I, I watched your. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Cut this whole part. Uh, so I watched I watched the panel you guys did last year um, for PitchCon just to get a little bit of background. And you you did show up very notably last year wearing a Padres hat. Yes. Uh, with the caution that you were you were giving up your Mets fandom or boycotting them or something along those lines until they had new ownership. So they have new ownership and you're wearing a Mets hat and you have a Gary Carter Jersey in the background there. Uh, so I presume you're, you're back on there. Oh yeah. As soon as the will ponds are gone, same thing with the giants. I'm rooting for the giants players, but until Dave Gettleman's gone screw the giants as a team, that's just like, Hey, look, it worked with the Mets. Uh, unfortunately this off season, as we've seen, nothing's really changed on the Mets when it comes to free agents, they still get used and then signed elsewhere. Hey, drive up my price. <laughs> See you later. I mean, I tweeted it with the Justin Justin Turner rumor came out and I said, signing with the Dodgers for two years and less money. Watch. And then what happened a week and a half later, Justin Turner, two years, less money with the Dodgers. So look, I I even joked about that earlier today. I said, they just got freaking sniped by the cost cutting athletics on Trevor Rosenthal. Rosenthal uh, The Mets still really haven't changed with Cohen. But at least, you know, maybe right. it's not this year. They got the Lindor trade, but going forward, he'll be able to actually spend some of that money next year. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm back in mostly is because of the Wilpons. Don't don't be a big market team acting like the athletics. That was my biggest problem. And that, that's all it was. And you know, to be the real part of it, uh, Joe Pisa P and I had this discussion. If it was eerily similar to the Dodgers, but if it wasn't for the fact that Wilpon was so tight with the commissioner they would have been kicked oh. out just like what happened with the Dodgers years ago. I was about but, to say, yeah, he made Frank yeah. McCourt sell. There's no way. Let's... Yeah, they, <laughs> they should have been forced to sell a long time ago. So um, now that we've got we've got 12 minutes left, so I want to real quickly get oh, to a uh, – I know, I know. It's crazy. Um, time's fun when you're having flies. Uh, so I want to get to this uh, section that we call playing pepper, which is kind of like think of it as like a lightning round, but don't feel pressured to answer super quickly. But there are a couple questions. No. <laughs> yes, no, yeah, they're all yes or no's. You will be graded on your response. No, and if you uh, haven't, if you haven't gathered, we're really, really strict with like you know keeping you. We're very strict about all cerulean blue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I want to ask um, favorite ballpark that you've ever been to? Boston, Fenway, definitely. Mm. I've never mm. been. Always wanted uh, to. Go. It was everything you would expect from it. I also sat right by Pesky Pole. And the coolest thing about it was the fact that I just thought the fans, well, the fans kept singing Sweet Caroline even after the inning started. That was just, that was also really cool. And it's just being in Boston. Was, I've been to Wrigley. I've been to a lot of stadiums. I've been both to the Yankees, both of the Mets, both of the Braves. I've been to a lot, but it was, it was Fenway. Hmm. Yeah, that makes but, sense. That makes sense. I was going to say, I want to see uh, the, the, the Giants one at some oh, point. I've heard well, it. I beautiful. was there last Is still summer. AT&T? I think. Oracle, I think. Oracle, that's right. It's Oracle. Yeah, they changed it. Yeah, PNC was really cool too. But oh, I've heard that's great. Oh no, I've heard PNC is one I've never been to, and that's what like at the top of everyone's list. No, I was at um, I was at Oracle last summer. It's a great, great ballpark. Even even high up, they've got tons of really interesting food options, which is kind of what I always like gravitate towards as far as how like unique a ballpark is going to be without or outside of the aesthetics. Yeah, PNC had like a pierogi hamburger, and I got that. Like I had to get that. I didn't what know that. That's awesome. A uh, normal one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like different, different kinds of pierogies. Oh, well, like, I feel I, like I it mean... makes it if you if you have like onions, it's different than like a cheese pierogi. Either oh, <laughs> it makes a big difference I... for the burger. I feel like. <laughs> no, no, it was like a regular pierogi. I didn't know there was difference. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I'm half Polish. <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, confession: I have no clue what a pierogi is. So we can. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Google it later. It sounds good. Maybe it's a different conversation we gotta have. Yeah. Um, 
Tell me about a time in which you laughed really, really hard. <laughs> I laughed really, really hard. Really hard. I mean, and it's a, and I want to preface this by saying it may not be a good story. Maybe somebody fell down or farted, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, just a time when you just were uh, dying laughing. I know, I know exactly what it was. I was doing a podcast with Joe Pizzapi and Benny Ricciardi, and I had zero sleep. I mean, like legitimately three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep, and 36 hours. And we're doing a podcast and we're doing a podcast It's football and we're talking about some players <laughs> I'm leading it and somebody asked something. And then I said, well, with Evan Ingram and they both looked at me and this was because we were live in person and they both looked at me like, what are you talking about? And I was like, we're talking about Evan Ingram. He's like, nobody's talking about Evan Ingram. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, the question was about whoever it was. So we start talking about him again. And my brain is just wasted at this point. And so we're in the middle of talking about the person we were supposed to be talking about. See, I don't even remember who it was. And then I said, I just, I just don't like Evan Ingram. And they're like, we're not talking about Evan Ingram. And I just started losing it. Tears coming down my eyes. And so they were calling it like, I don't, I've never been alcohol drunk because I don't really like the taste of alcohol. Um, and it gives me headaches. But yeah. they called me. That was the one time they said, "That's drunk Jake." That was because that was that's what drunk Jake would have been like. Oh my god, that's hilarious! You just really wanted to talk about Evan. About Evan Ingram, Ingram. just <laughs> really had it in for Evan. You know what? Like, look, I got a, an opinion on Evan Ingram. You're gonna hear it. We're talking about two. You like it or not? Yeah, exactly. That is. Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, okay. Let's do so, a couple more of these, Zach. Yeah, give me one. Yeah, so we've gotten shot down twice on this question, like two immediate no's, like yeah. really lame. So I'm hoping this is you can be a little more help here. Have you ever seen a ghost or just not even a ghost, something that like you can't explain? Something, something that made you weird go, that happened. Yeah. Hmm. I would say, yeah. so we'll, we'll, So I'm not going to say no. Um, so on the one hand, like I don't believe in ghosts, but I have still, still had the freak out where and I'll tell you why. This is what it comes back to. It was after seeing Scream in the theaters. And now I was younger than I should have been to see Scream, if you like kind of do the math there. But yeah, yeah I was going to say, that was a while ago. Yeah. And you're not that old. No. Came home and started turning lights on, closing all the shades, and <laughs> went into my bedroom. And it was one of those, I swear to God, God was like a shadow in the corner that wasn't supposed to be there. And it was one of those heart in your throat, like it definitely cold sweat, full on. I was scream freaked me out. I'm a I'm I'm a I'll I'll admit scream freaked me out. Although the funny thing is, is I called one of the killers in that movie. But anyway, still freaked me out. Again, I was too young to probably be watching it, but yeah, I have yeah, yeah. I have had the I have had the I thought I saw something in my room feeling a hundred percent. That we all been there. <laughs> that's great. Well, hey, look, that is. I'm glad you. That was a good story because the last two times we asked, uh, we're both nope. like, no, nope. no, zero. Like, next nope. question. I don't let's <laughs> I hang out with Slender Man on the weekend. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, last one before we get to uh, the full count, the recommendations. Um, when you brush your teeth, yeah, toothpaste or water first. Water, toothpaste, water. That's the that is the way to do it. Thank you. And I also that do is the correct first time answer. we've gotten a fully correct answer. Right? Yes. Yeah. I also I also do very warm water to soften the bristles even a little bit extra. That's I wait for the okay, water to warm up. It's a little off, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I thought you, know you were going to ask fine. me where I start because that's a question too. Oh, where do you start? I never thought about that's that. Thing, most right. That's the thing is so uh, FF Hitman uh, Mike Wright tweeted this out is actually most right-handers start up left and most left-handers start oh. up right i never because thought you about usually, that. usually start opposite of where and come around and i do i thought about it before oh. is i actually start with the upper left that's that's wild i never really thought about that that's crazy we might have to think about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> next time i brush my teeth i'm gonna think about it actually real quick one last one because this should be a quick one when you are getting dressed pants or socks first socks socks first Whoa. Wow. We are full of plot twists. Today. Wow. Well, because here's the thing, especially look, I wear jeans 99% of the time. Actually, right. Chris, Chris Harris, if anybody knows, had somebody, one of his listeners did a song podcasting in blue jeans because I don't wear, I go to bed, I get out of my jeans, but 99% of the time, always jeans. 
it just when you put your socks on before your jeans, I wear I wear the calves right here is where it is. You have to pull your jeans up to get the socks on. So why not just put the socks on first? What about what if you like when you shower, like your feet are the last part to dry because it's all going down. Like you're you just put your socks on straight out. The, like, well, I mean, I, I guess I, he's putting socks I, on if he's leaving. I dry my I no, I have not. I actually have socks on 99% of the time, too. Unless I'm going oh, to okay. the beach. Okay. If I'm going to the beach or, you know, in the middle of summer in sandals or something like that. Sure. But no, like I dry like a normal person. I dry my entire body. I don't stop at my knees. I <laughs> get to my I, knees and be like, you still, it's still like damp though. I, maybe it's just me. My feet are still damp. I could like, I don't like that, putting on socks is, until after the. I'm I, not the I, weird I, one here. You know, you're the first person to answer the socks. I, I love, I love here. that you said that because when we asked that to Alex fast, Alex was like, people do socks first. Like he was like <laughs> incredible. Like what? And we're like, that's like, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, oh my God. Okay. We got it. We, uh, we, we, we have, we got four minutes. So I'm going to do the, the full count, which is I'm going to ask. We got, we got two minutes. Let's two minutes. Is my clock off? Okay. Well, we're going to do this quick. Um, it, Nick. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to ask for a recommendation in each of five categories. And we did this last year, and uh, I I want to do it again. So um, did I have everything? So, yeah, you did. You did. So that's fine. Uh, first category is going to be books, and I will say last year you recommended a comic book, so comics are fine too. I was going to say because I don't read books because yeah. I don't like you said I don't want to read anything. I I write all I the time. You. I got you. Um, I'm only reading one. Was it was it the omnibus? Because I still never finished it. <laughs> no, you recommended the Tower of Babel storyline. Oh Justice yes, League, which Tower is fantastic. Yes, by the Brilliant. way. No, now I'm in the middle of reading the. Uh, I would get. I would. Taylor's in the way. Sorry. It's the. It's it's. What is it? It's X Men Omnibus, and I forget what the actual. Oh. The thing, it's like this yeah. thick. It's yeah. unbelievably thick. So yeah, that's what I, I've right heard now. of that. Yeah, I've never read it, but I have put it this way. If anyone wants to buy it for me when I'm done, because I'm not just giving this damn thing away. This is expensive. <laughs> Dude, that's like that's like reading Nightfall, the Batman thing. Like Nightfalls, like it's an encyclopedia. Oh, one. The Batman. I'll say the uh, the killing joke was really good. Oh, my God. That's my favorite. That's my yeah favorite comic of all time. We've just that that blew me away. Sure. It's a good there one. Go. There you okay. go. Uh, food. Food recommendation. Can be like be a restaurant, a, can be an actual food. Like I, literally something I just recently find. Just and I don't know if this is everywhere, so I'm sorry if it's not near you. But if anybody's had Five Guys and does like Five Guys, oh, so ooh. good. Not Five Guys, Muya wow. Burger one ups it. Uh, Muya Burger, more options, hmm. sweet potato fries, and it's less ooh, expensive oh, for the same quality. Okay, okay. I, I think sweet that. potato fries are an abomination of French fry. I hate sweet potato fries. That's a game. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to have about that. But. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a, but I'm always here for a good burger. So I, I, I love that. And you, you tricked me on, you tricked me on five guys. I, I thought you were going to say five guys. Well, that's because uh, it costs $40 after. to get five guys now. That's true. Well, I was that's looking true. at him on Uber Eats all of 90 minutes ago. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, awful, awful. movies, movies or TV, mm, TV, Ted Lasso done. Okay. I have heard really good things about that. I, I, I need to, I need to watch it. Everyone keeps recommending it. Hundred percent, Ted Lasso. All right, we got uh, two more. Two more music. Music. <laughs> I still, I, I have the same music I've had since high school, and I just continually update on my phone. I don't listen. Here, hold on. I'll, uh, I'll pull something up because I just recently got the Spotify trial. Let's see what I was listening to recently that I love. Oh, you just, you just joined 2010. <laughs> no, pretty much. <laughs> How do I even go to my likes? Oh, your library like songs. Here you go. Ask yeah. me the next question while I'm looking this up. All right. Well, well, the last one might take a little bit of thinking, but the last category is miscellaneous. Anything from your life, an activity, a gadget, a, anything from your life that you would recommend to other people. I usually tell people it's the first thing that pops in your head. <laughs> um, hold on. <laughs> I was going to say that one takes a little <laughs> more thinking. <laughs> it does take a little bit more thinking. All these are like Blink-182 is like all the stuff that I used to listen to. My Chemical Romance, Royal great. Blood. All Actually, great. Royal Blood. There's a lot of people don't know Royal Blood. They're great. Yeah, they're really good. So that's, there you a, go. that's a real good choice. So yeah, for uh, new the miscellaneous, uh, te- yeah. miscellaneous technology anything. that people need to have. I mean, anything. It, it can be a gadget. Literally. It can be tech. It can be an activity. I had actually, someone say you know skydiving, taking a bath. Skydive. I actually want to skydive for my bachelor party. Um, that's on my bucket list. So everybody out there, awesome. I, I do it if you haven't done it. And uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to brag. Everybody out there, go get a PS5 or Xbox Series X. I have both. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> in your face. 
You have both? Oh. Let's it's speed it up, yeah, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That was the last one. I gave you an opportunity to close out the podcast like that normal. Was, that was the last one. Well, all right. So I will close it now. <laughs> Xbox and PS5 was the miscellaneous recommendation. Jake. Go get some Funkos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Funkos. We didn't thank even get to so talk much. about that, but that's another day. Um, thank you, Jake, so much for being on the podcast. Nick just popped in and out. He just, like, um, thank you so much for being here. You are a joy of a human being, and it is just wonderful. I am so happy. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, I do, and I love it. So, everyone, go follow Jake on Twitter. He's wonderful, and uh, he's a wonderful person. So, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I Thanks appreciate lot, you guys. You're kind. Yeah, and I appreciate you. Nick. Yes, All Nick's right. wonderful too. Hey, Nick. What, what, what a wonderful Ooh. end to a podcast episode. Yeah, no one. Right. I know. Uh, first of all, you said you're hanging out with Slenderman on the weekends. Are you saying that you hang out with Spore? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Spore is absolutely Slenderman. I've actually roomed in a hotel with Spore, so yes. <laughs>